Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories. And we tell stories about everything here on this show, from the arts to sports, then business to history, and everything in between, including your stories. Send them to ouramericanstories.com with some of our favorites. Mike Levin was president and chief operating officer of Las Vegas Sands Corporation, one of the great hoteliers of all time, a legend in his business. He also happens to be a friend who almost every time I talk to him, I learn something about him, myself, and life. He's what you would call a wise man. And we need more wisdom in this country. And we love bringing wisdom to this show. 
Up next is a story Mike tells about his time in law school. Mike had graduated from Tufts. He's a Boston guy, a diehard Patriots fan. We'll forgive him for that. And in the end, this is a story about empathy and about life. And he's a businessman talking about empathy. And ordinarily, you wouldn't think that would happen. Let's hear Mike and his story. Tufts was a really great experience and prepared me to go to law school. So I applied to law school and uh, I took the LSATs. And uh, I'm never a great test taker, but I scored in those years, 75 or 78th percentile, something like that. So I decided I'd apply to all the best law schools except Harvard and Yale. So I applied to Columbia, I applied to Stanford, I applied to Michigan, I applied to NYU and uh, University of Chicago, which at that time, those were all the highest rated schools. I got into all of those schools in law school and uh, uh, even with my LSAT test, it was a little easier then. And I uh, got a scholarship to University of Chicago uh, because they were, they were trying to recruit from the East Coast and Tufts had the right to pick a student who was getting in to take the scholarship, so I got a scholarship and I did get into Columbia, but how fate works, I was supposed to go to Columbia with a good friend of mine from Tufts, a guy named Robert Field, and he, uh, his father had a law firm, was partners of a law firm in New York City, and he said, go to law school with me and then we can work in the firm together. I said, oh gee, that's a ready-made job. I said, great, we'll go to school together. Well, he didn't get into Columbia, and I did. So I decided not to go to Columbia and take the scholarship and go to Chicago. So that changed my life, too. And I, I worked my butt off in Chicago. I was lonely. It was the first time, other than, other than summer camp, that I was away from home that far. But I, I really put my nose to the grindstone. I took my, my Latin school study habits into law school. We had five courses in the first. It was a trimester. We took the exams. I went home for Christmas. And when I got back, I got my marks. And I did very well on four of the courses. And on one course, I got a 41. It was a contracts course. And... Uh, of all the courses to get a 41 on, you would think that no one in the world in contracts could possibly get a lousy mark in contracts. I mean, it's really a relatively simplistic course compared to criminal law and real estate and a few of the other things I was taking. Anyway, the professor of the course was a guy named Malcolm Sharp. All I knew about Malcolm Sharp it was his book that we were using and uh, that he had been one of the criminal lawyers defending the Rosenberg trial with the two spies that were eventually executed for treason in the United States. So he was a pretty famous guy. And he started the class and he said, if anybody had any questions about their exam, please come and see me. Well, I'm now, uh, this had been, this was 1959, 1960, I'm now 21 or 22. And uh, I'd never talked to a teacher, ever. <laughs> I, I never went about a mark. You know, teachers were authority figures. I mean, we, I grew up with teachers and policemen and firemen and like a rabbi or a priest or anybody else. I mean, authority figures, you know, yes, sir, yes, sir. I mean, that's the way I was taught. And so I said, well, I guess I better go see this guy because I think I'm going to flunk. So I went to see Malcolm Schaub and I'm terrified. I go in. And, I, and he said, well, why are you here, Levin? And I said, I'm here because I don't understand why I got a 41. 
And he said to me, I'll never forget it. He said to me, you don't understand contracts, and I don't think you ever will. And I left. And I went back to my room. I got my books. I went to the bookstore. I sold my books back to the bookstore. My roommate was a guy named Richard Bogosian who went to Tufts with me, a terrific guy for me. He became an ambassador to Nigeria. He was in foreign service, a wonderful guy. Um, I said, I'm leaving. I'm getting in my car. I had a 59 Volkswagen that I, my, I got for graduation. It was $1,565. And uh, uh, I was going to get in my car, pack up, and go home. And so he said, don't go, don't go. I said, no, I'm going. I sold my books. Next thing I know, I got a call from the dean, Edmund Levy, who became eventually the Attorney General of the United States. He said, I'd like to see her. I went to see him. I told him the story. He said, please don't go. He said, you finish the year, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You'll, I mean, he knew the contract. Of all the courses, the contract was probably not that, you know, I mean, you don't have to be a genius to pass a contracts course. I mean, the way they did it in those days. So I, I, uh, I said, no, I'm going. I wrote a letter to my parents so the letter would arrive before I got there. But this is an interesting story because if I could redo it, I would have finished the first year. I think it was a bad decision on my part. It was emotional. It was just so difficult to think that I could, that I could get such a lousy mark. So I, I, I drove home. It was about a 19-hour drive at the time. I had to sing on the way home in the car to keep myself from falling asleep. I got home. I had no idea what my parents were going to say. I was the first graduate student person you know, to get a professional degree. You know, you can imagine for what that means to first-generation Americans and what have you. And when we come back, more of what happens next as Mike returns to his family, no diploma in hand. Mike Levin's story continues here on Our American Story. Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the Donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, big ones and small ones. If we keep them bottled up, boy, that can be a real problem. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know people who've profoundly benefited from therapy, learning everything from coping skills to setting boundaries in their life. You don't have to have experienced major trauma to benefit from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's safe. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com OAS today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash OAS. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash OAS. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we continue with our American stories. And Mike Levin's story, he had just quit the University of Chicago because he got a wickedly bad grade from a very tough and, in the end, mean contracts professor saying and speaking over somebody that they'll never do better 
It's just ugly. It's just mean. Mike's returning home. Let's listen to what happens next. So I uh, walked up the door, and the door was open. My father was standing at the door, and he said, welcome home. And after a, a tearful greeting, uh, when we had dinner that night, they said to me, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I said, Boston University is down the street. Let me take a look at some graduate programs, and maybe I'll get a degree in something. And, uh, and that's how everything else started. As I went to Boston University, got into a master's in public relations and communications, and was a year-long program with a thesis. And I had a lot of time on my hands. I had been a camp counselor over the summers and a director of athletics and assistant head counselor. I've had some administrative jobs and whatever. And there was a part-time job posted and I thought I could make some money and pay as I was going. And uh, it was at the Morgan Memorial Home for Boys. And it was sort of like an assistant social worker. So well, I had to be close to being a counselor at camp, you know, the same kind of thing. And I went down there and uh, I get greeted by a guy whose name was John Moreland. He was about 6'5", must have gone 250. Found out he was a former football player for Grambling at an all-black college. And he was a PhD in, in social work. Took my resume, you know, he talked to me. He said, okay, I'm gonna give you the job. And he said to me, You've never worked for a black guy, have you? I said, no. I, I said, it didn't make any difference to me. I didn't care. Anyway, I had a nice experience there for the year. And at the end of the year, Dr. Moreland uh, calls me in the office and I said, look, I'm going to be looking for a job. He said, I'll tell you what. He said, I'll hire you here. Why don't you become permanent? And he said, I'll pay for you to get a master's degree in social work. I said, I, I, I need to make more money. I'm getting married in May, and I don't know if I can afford to be married uh, in this situation. So I said, will you write me a letter of recommendation? And he said, sure. And uh, I saved the letter. I, I can read it to you, yeah. And it says, to whom it may concern. It gives me a great deal of pleasure to recommend to you Michael A. Levin. The young man came to work with us about a year ago. And during this period has contributed a great deal to the efficiency of our unit. However, there are several intangibles beyond efficiency which have accrued to us in consequence of his presence. He is jovial, personable, and intelligent fellow. He has been found to be circumspect and is dealing with all members of the organization. He has made up for lack of experience by initiative, desire, and in short, hard and thoughtful work. He put his heart into his job at all times. Mr. Levin will be an asset to anyone, whether in an employment or a social situation. Lastly, I can only say Mr. Levin's present will be very much missed. This young man has an excellent future in store for him. His executive potential is paramount. Thank you. Sincerely yours, J.B. Moreland. To this day, every time I look at that letter, I, I, I don't understand how he possibly could have known in one year with the exposure I had working 30 hours a week that that description of me could be written. I, 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 don't, I, I don't, don't ever remember being jovial. I don't remember, I know I, I, you know, I know I worked hard. I know I read all the files. 
I know about, I, I wanted to learn about the kids that were in the home, so I kept pulling the files out and understand there were 15 or so resident kids. And I remember that one was a descendant of Ulysses S. Grant, the President of the United States family. And, and they were troubled kids, and that his, his parents were all military, and they made him sit at attention at the table when he was one or two years old. It was in the, it was stuck in my head. And, and it, there was, it was a very racially mixed group. Uh, no one cared. I mean, it was very integrated. And, and uh, uh, the ability to be able to project yourself into, the, into, the, into someone else's position and to emphasize with them. Like, I, I talk a lot about when you have to terminate somebody. And I talk about terminations and firing. It's the most hideous thing you have to do unless the person's a thief or a, a rapist or something like that. But for the lack of being able to perform the job, I mean, I would put myself in a situation of, of thinking about what do you think it feels like when somebody tells you you can't perform anything? And I think that the experience with Malcolm Sharp was really one that, that always stayed with me. How could the guy do that to me? When all he had to do was to say, Mr. Levin, let me, let me explain to you how you could have done from a 41 to a 61. I want to help you. My whole life would have changed on that page. Now, I don't know whether it would change favorably or not, but it would have changed. So when, you have, when you're in a position, an authoritative position, your responsibility with people and customers has to be how do you help them, not how do you hurt them. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and you know, you know something? I don't think it's any different with your children. When you bring up your children, I mean, n nobody has experience being a parent unless they're a parent. You get, you know, you're learning from day one. What's the difference between a child and your employee? What's the difference between a child and your customer? It's the same thing. It's being able to say, can you project yourself into what it feels like? So when, when I, I, I began to develop a, a, a termination technique to say, look, I made a mistake. And the person looks at me and says, yeah. I said, I, I don't think the job fits. I should have thought better. I'm t I, I want to take some responsibility. But you have to go. And, and how is that different than saying, you failed. You're out. I'm disappointed in your performance. And I, I you know, when I was a high school basketball player, I was a pretty good player. In a state tournament, I played 30 seconds, the last 30 seconds. I wasn't on the floor for the last minute or so. He just put me in. My parents were at the game. Because I was, I was a sixth man, basically. So the next season, we had an alumni game. And I came back from Tufts, where I was playing some freshman basketball. And I had improved a lot. I scored 22 points in the alumni game. And the, the coach came over to me afterwards. He said, Mike, he said, where were you last year? I took my finger and I pointed to the corner of the bench. I was there. You know, 
He said, oh. So I, I think after all is said and done with all this, we could walk through job after job after job, but you know and I know people don't change. They are who they are. And many years later, you know, I ran into a guy from uh, a professor at a law school at Duke who was on a board with me, and he happened to know who Malcolm Sharp was, and he said, oh, I can understand it. He'd behave that way with everybody. <laughs> and you've been listening to Mike Levin. And now you know why we tell you he's one of the wise men. And we like bringing voices from every walk of life here on this show. Mike, obviously, running the Las Vegas Sands, no small feat, helping move and create Holiday Inn Worldwide, one of the great hoteliers. But in the end, it's his human nature and his humanity that always comes to the fore. Talk to anybody about Mike, they'll tell you. And by the way, if you have a leader in your community, somebody in the business world, a church leader, wherever, an education person, my dad was a great leader at at a school system where he was a superintendent for 20 years. We'd love to hear their voice, bring wisdom across the airwaves and love. And Mike epitomizes both words. Mike Levin's storytelling, his wisdom, here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu From BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board This is Uncanny USA He says somebody's in the house and I screamed Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If 
you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Our American Stories, and we love bringing you stories about history and about sports. And today, we bring you a combination of the two. Here's Mike Gibbons, Director Emeritus and Historian at the Babe Ruth Birthplace and Museum, also located in Baltimore, to tell us more about the legendary Baltimore football team that helped the NFL become what it is today. Today, we're going to be talking about the Baltimore Colts, one of the NFL's storied franchises, uh, a team that helped put the NFL on the map for a variety of reasons, but also helped to give Baltimore a new identity. During World War II, Baltimore was one of the industrial centers of the United States, producing ships and aircraft for the war effort. But at the conclusion of World War II in 1945, the industries uh, really lost their, their market. They didn't have to produce ships and aircraft in the numbers that they did uh, during World War II. And so many of the, uh, the plants in and around this area closed down and Baltimore lost its manufacturing capability. The town gradually slipped and declined and became known really as nothing more than a pit stop between Philadelphia and Washington, D.C. The Baltimore Colts arrived on the scene in 1953. And though in the beginning they were not very good at all, it gave Baltimoreans and Marylanders something to look forward to on Sunday afternoons in the fall. The team in 1956 had started to get a little bit better under head coach Weeb Eubank, and uh, he started a quarterback by the name of George Shaw. In the fourth game of 1956, Shaw was injured. In to replace him came a rookie quarterback by the name of Johnny Unitas. Johnny went to the University of Louisville, where he was a star quarterback, and he was drafted in 1955 by the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he lost out in the competition for quarterback to a fellow who would later show up on the Baltimore landscape, a guy by the name of Ted Marchabroda. So Unitas played semi-pro ball in his hometown of Pittsburgh and uh, waited for a phone call that ultimately came before the start of training camp in 1956. And that call came from Colts general manager, Don Kellett. 
for the price of a 90-cent long-distance phone call, Kellett was able to secure Unitas and bring him to Baltimore. He played well enough in training camp and in exhibition games to make the roster and was George Shaw's backup. So now we go forward to uh, game four. The Colts did not play well under their rookie quarterback who threw an interception for a touchdown return and the Colts fumbled four times, losing badly to the Chicago Bears that day. But over the last eight games in 1956, with Unitas at the helm, the team went four and four, and there was hope for a brighter future. I went to my first game in 1957, the home opener against the Detroit Lions. I was, uh, let's see, 11, 10 years old at the time, and what a spectacle it was to go out there on a Sunday afternoon, beautiful day, and uh, I remember squinting my eyes because the Colts wore white helmets and you could see the sun glitter off of those helmets. The team the Colts faced in that home opener, Unitas' first home opener, by the way, as a starter, were the world champion Detroit Lions. Well, the Colts, under Unitas' leadership and strong arm, put a licking on Detroit that day, winning the game and propelling to a pretty good season for the Colts. They finished with a record of 7-5 and five, with a lot of burgeoning stars, guys like Gino Marchetti, Lenny Moore, Raymond Berry, Unitas, Artie Donovan, all future Hall of Famers. There they were in Baltimore, and we, we knew that we had something special. In 1958, the Colts went 9-3 and three and captured the Western Conference crown. That took them to the championship game at Yankee Stadium in New York, where the Colts would face the Giants. We Bubank, in the visitor's locker room at Yankee Stadium that day, gave a pregame speech to his team, referencing every one of them walking around to all 33 players, addressing them and saying, you wouldn't be in the NFL if it wasn't for your Baltimore Colts. You really never had it together until you got here. So go out there, play your best, and give it all you've got. The 1958 game is often referred to as the greatest game ever played. And the reason is Johnny Unitas and what he was able to do to pull out the game in, in what turned out to be the NFL's first sudden death overtime. Late in the fourth quarter, with the Colts trailing by three points, Unitas gets the ball back on his own 14-yard line, 86 yards from the Giants' goal line. And Johnny, at that moment, invented the two-minute drill. He took his team down to the 13-yard line with about 10 seconds left on the clock. Steve Meyer, the place kicker, came in, kicked a 19-yard field goal to tie the game and send the game into overtime. In overtime, the Colts stopped the Giants on a contested, controversial placement of the ball. The Giants swear that they got a first down on Frank Gifford's third, third down run, but the referees said, nope, you didn't make it, and they punted to the Colts, and the Colts, under Johnny Unitas, took the team down the field and into the end zone, Alan Amici scoring the game-winning TD for a 23-17 victory. So that, was, uh, that game was witnessed by the largest audience ever to see 
an NFL game on television. TV was still pretty new at that time. And the high drama that played out that afternoon was uh, never forgotten by the fans who watched it. The game is often said to be responsible for putting the NFL on the map. It certainly put Johnny Unitas and his Baltimore Colts on the map. They went on to become one of the, the premier franchises in the history of the league. In Unitas's 16 seasons as a starting quarterback from 1957 through 1972, they suffered only one losing season, and that was their last season, 1972, John's last season in Baltimore. But up to them, they had the best record in the NFL for 15 years under Unitas, and they were tied with the Cleveland Browns for most wins over that period in the NFL. So a pretty successful team. Now, other things to think about when we're talking Baltimore Colts football is a series of firsts that took place at Baltimore's Memorial Stadium, better known as the largest outdoor insane asylum. Uh, I remember going to my uh, third game in 1960. My father and I got season tickets, and we sat in the end zone uh, where the Colts came out for pregame introductions. And I'll tell you, when Unitas took the field and was introduced to the crowd in the closed end of this horseshoe-shaped uh, stadium, it was the loudest sound I've ever heard uh, to this day, the biggest noise I've ever heard. Uh, that, that stadium, just by its architecture and by the enthusiasm of the fans, 60,238 every weekend that they played, um, uh, just was almost unimaginable to comprehend. And we've been listening to Mike Gibbons tell the story, not just of the Baltimore Colts, but in the end, a story of Baltimore itself, especially post-World War II. And by the way, Mike Gibbons is the director emeritus and historian at the Babe Ruth Birthplace and Museum, which is in Baltimore. And by the way, if you're ever there, go. When we come back, more of the story of the Baltimore Colts, of Johnny Unitas, and more with the sports historian, of the city of Baltimore, here on Our American Story. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And we're back with Our American Stories and the story of the Baltimore Colts, the football team that helped put Baltimore and the NFL in the spotlight. Here's Mike Gibbons again to tell us about this historic team and the presence that they had in the world of professional football. Vince Lombardi from the Green Bay Packers, the legendary Hall of Fame coach, said that he hated coming to Memorial Stadium, the worst place on the road for his team to visit. And it wasn't just the sound. The Colts had cheerleaders. They were the first team in the NFL to have cheerleaders. They were the second to have a marching band. And uh, they had a great fight song, and which uh, you know the town just loved. And, and every time they, the uh, band played it, we all stood as though it was our national anthem. The Colts had a mascot, a live horse, Dixie, who with Dixie's rider would go around the outside of the playing field every time the team scored. And this really uh, pretty much unnerved the opposing teams as they came to Baltimore and uh, contested the Colts. And that's one of the reasons we think that the Colts had such a great record over all the years. Another profound memory for me was 1959. So the year after the Colts had beaten the Giants in the greatest game ever played in New York, the Colts and the Giants repeated the exercise by playing the NFL championship game in Baltimore, and I was there with my dad. The Colts win the game, 
and fans ran onto the field. Everybody was so excited, they didn't know what to do. And I, I kept saying to my dad, let me go down there. <laughs> and he, he was like, no, you're not going down there. Um, you might get hurt. What they were trying to do was to dissemble the, uh, the goalpost down in the closed end of, of the playing field, not really understanding that the NFL had changed from a wooden goalpost the year before to an all-metal goalpost in 1959, so they, they were able to knock the goalpost down, but not much more than that. Let me take you up to 1965. The Colts and the Packers were vying for the league championship. The Colts had won it the year before, 1964, and now they're vying with Green Bay for the conference title in 1965. Um, the, the teams finished the regular season with identical 10-3-1 marks, and that forced a playoff game in Green Bay. And uh, the Colts headed out there at a severe disadvantage. The Colts' number one quarterback, Johnny Unitas, had been injured earlier in the year. His replacement, Gary Quazzo, was injured in the second to last game of the year. And that forced running back Tom Matty to come in and play quarterback. Tom had played quarterback at Ohio State, but it was a running offense. And so they, they didn't throw the ball a lot, and Tom was not an elite passer by any means. But Tommy came in, and the Colts took a lead of seven to nothing early on in the game. And as the game came to a conclusion, the fourth quarter winding down, the Colts were clinging to a ten to seven lead over the Green Bay Packers. And at that point, Packer kicker Don Chandler came in. He booted a field goal that was ruled good by the referees, even though it appeared to sail wide. It was a high kick, went way up over the goalpost and seemed to veer to the left. But the referees allowed the points, thereby tying the game, and the Packers went on to win in the second overtime game ever played. The first, of course, the Colts participated in as well in 1958 in New York. Now we move up to 1971, the Colts under Unitas make another postseason appearance, losing to the Miami Dolphins, but nevertheless they made it as they headed into the 1972 season. Problem with this team at that point was that they were getting old. A lot of the veteran players were just kind of running out of gas, so it was up to Unitas to try and carry them forward one more time, but he couldn't do it. He was replaced about midway through the season by Marty Domrays. Domrays guided the Colts to a 5-9 and nine record that year. In the last home game, something profound happened, and Baltimoreans will never forget it. The last home game, the Colts were hosting the Buffalo Bills, not a very good team either. Midway through the fourth quarter, Domrays had taken his squad to a 28-7 lead over the Bills. At that point, he was on the field and he feigned an injury and hopped off the field. And, you know, the head coach said to Unitas, get in there. So Johnny went in and as that was happening, a small biplane flew over Memorial Stadium carrying a banner that said, Unitas, we stand. And the sellout crowd stood as one and started cheering as the fabled legendary Unitas made what many knew would be his last appearance on Memorial Stadium turf. Unitas went out, 
took a snap from center, dropped back, and threw a 67-yard touchdown pass to Eddie Hinton. And then he ran off the field for the last time. The crowd sobbing, cheering, just going out of their minds, having witnessed one of the great moments in Colts and maybe in NFL history. Storybook stuff you just can't make up. Unitas and many of the veterans were let go or traded after the 72 season. And something had happened after 71 uh, that was not a good thing for our Colts. Colts owner Carol Rosenblum, one of the, one of the greatest in NFL history, sold his team to Bob Irsay. And Irsay was not a good owner. And he brought in a general manager by the name of Joe Thomas, who wanted to run things his way. And Joe was responsible after 72 for cleaning house, getting rid of the players. So the next couple of years, 73 and 74, under Joe Thomas and a variety of head coaches, the Colts were terrible. But in 75, they brought in a guy who Unitas had dealt with before back in Pittsburgh when he lost the quarterback job to who would become the Colts' new head coach, Ted Marchabroda. So Marchabroda comes to town. He takes second-year quarterback Burt Jones and says, Burt, let's make this thing go. Jones had a lot of great players with him, and they returned the Colts to the path of glory as the team captured Eastern Conference championships in 75, 76, and 77. Unfortunately, they had three postseason berths and lost them all, first two to Pittsburgh and the final one, an historic game at Memorial Stadium uh, to the Oakland Raiders, which the Colts lost to in double overtime, 37 to 31, I believe. That game played on Christmas Eve that year turned out to be the last playoff game that Baltimore fans would ever see their Colts participate in. In the summer of 1978, Burt Jones was hurt in an exhibition game, hurt his shoulder, and was out for a while, tried to make a comeback, and it just wasn't the same. And the team floundered without, without Burt's uh, generalship out there and had a losing season. The Colts would never have a winning season again as uh, they lost six years in a row. The, the final six years in Baltimore, they were losers. And that, coupled with Irsay's unpredictable behavior uh, as an owner, and Joe Thomas as the GM just tearing the, that squad apart, led to a real drop in attendance. I think the last game they played in 1983, they drew 32,000 people. They remember that they had been drawing 60,000 sellouts every game for years, and now they were doing barely half of that. That led to Irsay shopping around the team and ultimately moving them out of town to Indianapolis on a dark night in late March 1984. Word got out, uh, people saw that the Colts had moving vans backed up to their training facility, and Bobby Irsay, under the cover of darkness, snuck them out of town as they headed to Indy. Now, something profound and good happened to the city regarding its Baltimore Colts shortly after that. Baltimore Mayor William Donald Schaefer instructed Tom Maddy to go to Indianapolis and negotiate with Irsay to try and get the Baltimore Colts archives to come back to Baltimore. He was successful. So Schaefer got a moving van of the Baltimore Colts archives delivered, and that day we became the Baltimore Colts uh, official archives and museum. 
In 2005, our museum opened an, a, another museum called Sports Legends Museum at Camden Yards, and it featured, among other things, a major uh, display on the history of the Baltimore Colts. It turned out to be one of the most popular exhibits in, in that museum. Uh, people would go in there and get tears in their eyes just thinking about uh, their great Baltimore Colts teams. They, uh, they really, as I said before, were more than just an NFL franchise. They were part of the fabric of this community and part of what made the NFL uh, what it has become today. We called that exhibit almost religion because in fact, that's what the Baltimore Colts were to the city of Baltimore. An excellent job as always to Robbie and a special thanks to Mike Gibbons, director emeritus and historian at the Babe Ruth Birthplace and Museum. The story of the Baltimore Colts here on Our American Stories. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.